Presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogan Munavalin. It's Friday, and today, some bad news if your last name is Trump or Biden. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Yesterday was a double whammy for former President Donald Trump. First, New York State Attorney General Tish James announced she was suspending her campaign for governor and would instead run for re-election. That all but assures she'll continue to focus her attention on the ex-president. Indeed, just hours before the announcement, the Washington Post scooped that James was pushing to depose Trump in January as part of her investigation into possible fraud in the Trump investigation. Then, a federal appeals court flatly rejected Trump's claims of executive privilege, which he had been using to block the National Archives from turning over documents to the January 6th committee. The Supreme Court could still intervene on the matter, but it's a huge win for the January 6th committee. If Trump had a bad day yesterday, it could be Joe Biden's turn today. A pair of critical reports out today could cause a spate of negative headlines, just as the White House is looking to push Build Back Better past the finish line. One is the Consumer Price Index for November, which is expected to show rising inflation. The other is a CBO score of the fiscal impacts of BBB, assuming its programs are funded for a decade. Under the current bill, the programs expire after a couple years, but Republicans and even moderates like Joe Manchin have said it's fiscally irresponsible not to assume they won't be extended longer, and thus pressed to see a longer 10-year cost analysis. Ahead of the releases, the White House has looked to do two things. One, downplay both. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen sent a pre-buttle to the Senate on Thursday night. The memo entitled Fiscal Responsibility and the Build Back Better Act argues that the CBO score is irrelevant because it assumes programs will run longer than Democrats propose, and that even if they were extended, it assumes they wouldn't be paid for. She also emphasized that inflation is a near-term issue and argued that BBB will be, quote, deficit-reducing in the later part of the next decade. The second, highlight the positive headlines. Democrats keep reassuring themselves that Biden is doing wonders for the economy, while panning headlines that suggest otherwise. On Thursday, Chief of Staff Ron Klain liked to tweet blaming alleged unfair coverage for Biden's unpopularity. We hear White House officials have been particularly obsessed with the piece from Robert J. Shapiro at the Washington Monthly titled, It's a Biden boom and no one has noticed yet, arguing that the economy is on the rise and the midterms won't be as bad as many are predicting. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the President's Daily Brief. At 11 a.m., the President, First Lady Jill Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff will attend the memorial service for Bob Dole at the Washington National Cathedral, where Biden will deliver remarks. At 1.45, Biden will deliver closing remarks at the Virtual Summit for Democracy. And at 5.45, the Bidens will depart the White House to head to Wilmington, Delaware, where they're scheduled to arrive at 6.40. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 12.30. The House and the Senate are out today. One last thing before we get out of here, Twitter and Facebook are now a central part of political campaigns. But while social media allows candidates to curate their image and reach millions, it can also limit the scope of their message and miss what's going on in the real world. Playbook Zach Staten and Eugene Daniels talk to campaign strategists about how they balance the use of online tools, while Aaron Smith from the Pew Research Center analyzes how social media is reshaping American politics. You can catch all of that in today's episode of Playbook Deep Dive, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
All right, for more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Jenny Ament is Politico's executive producer of audio. I'm Raghu Manoval, and have a great weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. The United States has the highest maternal death rate of any developed nation, and racial disparities are a key factor. That's why Blue Cross and Blue Shield companies are confronting this crisis. They've launched a multi-year nationwide health equity strategy, starting with a goal to reduce racial disparities in maternal health, building a more equitable system for the health of America.